genre. Got it. Cool. We're recording. Victoria, say something so I can see you on the mic. I am here. Good, good. Okay. We didn't change any settings, but you never know. You never know. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. I'm excited to have a guest. Oh, I'm excited to have a guest again. It's been a while. <laughs> All right. Here we go. We, we solemnly swear we're up to no good. good. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Tori Cope. And we have a very special guest with us today. We have Scott Corelli from Dueling Genre Productions. Welcome, Scott. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for being back. Uh, I'm excited. I was saying this off mic, but I'm excited to have a guest again. It's been a couple weeks because of weird recording stuff, and so it's nice to, like, not just be me and Victoria, I think, for a little while. Right. Well, I mean, but, you, you know, you and Victoria are good times. Oh, we appreciate Thank you. <laughs> Or descent into madness. I know more often than not. <laughs> when it's just us, we go a little stir crazy. I think after a while, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, I want to get. Well, actually, let's let's do this minute first, and then I'll. Uh, today we're here to talk about minute one hundred and one, <laughs> which starts with a splash of ink, and it ends with a, a question about the chamber. Um, and I, I just have like a couple of little questions. There's not a whole lot going on in this minute because. <laughs> It, it literally starts with Harry, like, dipping his, his quill in the ink, and it, like, drops onto the page and then sucks into the page. And then my first question I wrote was, like, what is what is Harry's thoughts here when he when the ink hits the page? It gets, like, absorbed by the page, and he has this whole, like, range of, like... Like, his eyes kind of, like, What he like, thinks oh. is going on. Like, he this gives him the idea to write, like, my name is Harry Potter. Which I think what? that's a little bit of a jump. What what was he plan? What was he gonna do anyway? Like I what don't was know. what was he about to do? Like, like he's do you just think like, he's well, just going to write? I got that. this journal. I think yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna write all my grievances. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh, uh, Ron was a was a jerk to me the other day, and uh, dear the diary, the Weasley twins like, were making he, fun of me. Uh, it, just, it just turned into a dog cat right now, right? Like, oh. <laughs> dear journal. Everyone thinks I'm the Aristotelian. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. But so so it's weird that like if if he wasn't already intending on writing like my name is Harry Potter, then the book absorbing the ink gave him that idea. Right. <laughs> right. So so he thought that like the book sucking the ink into the pages meant Oh, oh it must be trying to communicate with me. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, that's where it jumped to from, uh-huh. from that happening. So so I, I think it's really so he dips the quill again and he starts to write and he he talks out loud while he writes my name is Harry Potter and I think it's really cute that he like talks out loud when he writes but I also bet that's super annoying when he's doing homework mm-hmm. sitting in the common room doing his his well, essays for class although I guess I guess in 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 you know magic school most of your homework is done out loud right 
Because you're like, I mean, if you're spells. doing incantations, but we know, I think that like in the book, it comes up more than in the movies, but like they get assigned like papers. They have to write like however many inches of parchment or something is how they measure it. Yeah. Instead of like for school, like you have to write this many you have words. To write seven, seven paragraphs. No, it's like you have to write or paragraphs or, or whatever. How many inches. pages? Yeah. Now, yeah, you have the two feet of parchment. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because I think that that's like a a thing that happens when Snape assigns the essay about werewolves next year. Which is silly. Well, how else? (laughs) (laughs) He would drive Hermione insane. This whole communicating through ink with like a thing that you don't understand is, uh, I don't know, it's just reminding me a lot of Arrival. I don't know if you guys saw. Arrival, I haven't but... seen it yet. No. I wanted to. Well, I think I saw a little bit of it, but I didn't. I didn't see the whole thing. Well, somebody listening has seen Arrival, and they know what I'm talking about. They're like, "Yes." <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Oh, I agree." Yeah. Oh, totally okay. It. it totally is. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, look. This is an action-packed minute. Um, <laughs> oh, it's so exciting. <laughs> It's, uh, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know what he was planning on. I don't know what, what is he? Yeah. I just don't, I don't know what he's doing. Like, I, I understand he's like, okay, I've I, somehow I've leaped to the conclusion that this journal is trying to communicate with me because it's, uh, sucked up my, my ink. Yeah. I mean, you would think being around the, the Weasley twins, you, you would think he would just assume that this was some sort of joke book, like instead of invisible ink, it's like yeah. invisible so writing invisible pages or something a little bit um last week we got a couple minutes of a deleted sequence that's not in the theatrical cut that's harry ron and hermione sitting in the hospital room like discussing the journal like harry has found this thing in the bathroom and they're talking about it says tom marvelo riddle's name on the back of it and ron recognizes it because when they got detention and harry was signing letters with gilderoy lockhart Ron was uh, polishing trophies or something, and one of the trophies had Tom Riddle's name on it. And he f- uh, and he mentions it like fifty years ago. Tom Riddle got uh, an award for special services to the school, and Hermione extrapolated from that that like oh like if that means if if he was there fifty years ago when the chamber was open, maybe he knows like where the chamber is or what happened or what kind of monsters in the chamber. Um, and then Harry, Harry tells her like, well, that's all a brilliant theory, but the pages are blank. And so he's been sitting here last minute was literally just him flipping back and forth through the book, uh, with no pages, just contemplating it, I guess. So I, I think with that little bit of deleted scene, it's like, okay, like this belonged to someone who was here when this other stuff happened. Like maybe, maybe it contains secrets somehow. I don't know. It's weird that like. The pages are blank and he he doesn't he continues to like pursue this thread. Is he is he thinking is he like sort of thinking I'm going to use this like a Ouija board kind of deal? I think maybe once the maybe once it absorbs the ink the first time. I don't know if he assumes that it's going to like communicate back with him. But maybe the act of, like, writing my name is Harry Potter and watching that disappear will give him, like, more clues. I don't know. Yeah. And then he's talking out loud just to cover his bases. It's like, either the ghost either is going to read me. this yeah. or he's going to hear me. <laughs> <laughs> so so t- Tom, the, Tom the diary is sitting there listening and Harry's like, my name is Harry 
Potter. And he's like, come on, kid. <laughs> like, he's, he's just impatient already. Like, Hello, Harry Potter. I mean, his, his response comes back, like, instantly. I also like him when he responds. It doesn't, like, it's not like he's writing across the page. It just manifests, like, the entire, like, the ink for every, every letter shows up at once. Yeah. Like, it, like. Or it sort of, of a... like, blooms out from the center, right? Yeah. I have a legit question about, sure. about, about this. Is this. Is Harry's handwriting the same as in Order of the Phoenix? Oh, man. That's a very good question, and I I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think... Get a handwriting expert in here. <laughs> Let's figure I this out. I think probably not. His handwriting still has that like kind of sloppy kid look to it here. Yeah, for some reason I remember it being a little sloppy though, because like bo- boys, they That's their true. handwriting tends to stay sloppy. Yeah, mine's not um, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom Riddle's handwriting's pretty nice. Well, it's got more like the flourishes. He's an overachiever. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I th- I think the handwriting is pretty similar. Just looking at the uh, the, the pap- I must not the, tell the lies. I must tell lies, and then and mm-hmm. then comparing it to to this looks uh. It still looks like his handwriting didn't get any better. Interesting. Actually, it might have even gotten worse. <laughs> <laughs> like, that I'm, lo- I'm, I'm right. looking at the I Must Not Tell Lies, and it looks like almost like a little kid wrote it, but here, when he writes his name, it looks a little nicer. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. he, um, when he writes his name on the paper, I, it just, it's interesting the way he writes with a quill. He's very deliberate. Like, every letter is very separate and distinct, and so it looks very, like... Mm-hmm. It looks more childlike that way. Whereas, like, when you get comfortable with your own handwriting, some of the letters sort of, like, blend together. Like, not mm-hmm. cursive, this kind of bastardized sort of... This is just me writing because no one else is going to read it but myself. Right. Right. He writes the way you, like, write lines when you're in third grade. <laughs> this is not... This is not Daniel Radcliffe's hand, right? Like, this is a, a this is an adult person's hand. <laughs> I think so, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was like a mature hand. Uh-huh, this does not look like yeah. little 12-year-old Dan's hand, no. That that thumb looks like it's been broken a couple of times. <laughs> that knuckle wonder... is gnarly. I didn't even notice until you pointed it out just now, but damn. Yeah. It's like, holy cow. I wonder whose yeah. hand it is. Oh, that and there's like some dirt underneath the, uh, the thumbnail there. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like maybe he chews, I don't know. That's, no. <laughs> that's an ugly thumb Ooh. i don't like that thumb. although if you cut back to so if you watch him write my name is harry potter and then it cuts back to him you can see his hand and you know what daniel radcliffe's thumb knuckle is pretty gnarly i'll yeah. be honest <laughs> yes it is <laughs> it's kind of it, like bent in a very exaggerated yeah yeah the knuckle sticks out really far it might actually be his knuckle that's so crazy because well, we do see him writing what looks like the last couple letters there as it cuts back to him. Yeah. Hmm. Aw, poor, poor Dan. <laughs> His man hands. <laughs> His man hands. Aw. Well, he's fine now, but. <laughs> <laughs> he grew into him. You know? <laughs> it's like dogs with their paws. Yeah, he just had really big hands as a kid. And he's like, I just, my hands are really big. <laughs> We'll have to keep out for his for his hands later, I guess, and see if his hands always look gnarly and gigantic. I didn't uh, realize. No. Uh, I only had one more like question, really, for this for this particular minute, and that's when when he responds when when Tom responds like, uh, "Hello, Harry Potter. My name is Tom Riddle." Does Tom? 
Oh, actually, never mind. Now that I'm about to ask, I think I already know the answer. I was going to ask if Tom knows who Harry is already. But I think he does, because when he gives his monologue at the end of the movie, I think I think he's talking about, like, manipulating Ginny and Ginny getting rid of the diary. And I think even he says, like, who should pick me up but famous Harry Potter? Like, as if he was surprised right. to see him. It, it is really interesting, though, like, uh, the Tom Riddle of all of this. Like, just the idea that, as a Horcrux, he exists... On his own, like he is an alternate version yeah. of uh, like an alternate growth of Voldemort. Because like he existed as a 16 year old boy, became a Horcrux and then just stayed that way and then went down his own path with his own yeah. evil plot of this, which I, I assume if this worked. I, I mean, would would he then, like, get into a fight with, like, real Voldemort? We've or... talked about this, and I think real Voldemort would smush Tom Riddle. He, well, yeah. <laughs> but, well, like, yeah. But, yeah, no, we ta- we've talked about this a little bit, because I think that the, the Horcruxes, a couple of them seem to have, like, their own personality. The, the strongest of the two are probably um, the diary and, and the locket that they carry around during Deathly Hallows Part 1. Mm-hmm. That causes uh, Ron to leave and then come back because it's like messing with their emotions. But that one's more like right. Ring of Sauron style, whereas this <laughs> right. like yeah. has its own plans and is putting its own like thing into motion. And my theory, my hypothesis is that because this is her- this is the first one, this mm-hmm. is the first that he made, and he didn't really know what he was doing. That this has the most of him in it. Mm-hmm. Uh but I don't know. Like, if he if he was successful and he came back, then yeah, I think there'd be two Voldemorts. I think you'd have a 16-year-old Tom Riddle, and you'd have, in a couple, I don't know, maybe, maybe, or I don't would, think he's going to rejoin with the piece that's living in Albania, but maybe he or, could. Or would, or would they, like, use Tom Riddle as, like, a vessel for Voldemort? Oh my god, so, and then Voldemort would just be a 16-year-old again. Yeah. Oh my god, that's cool. I don't know. Hmm. It gets a whole other life. Because that's his goal, really, is to live forever. That would be an interesting way to do it. Yeah. I read a book, uh, God, a while ago. You? I got it. That's called <laughs> um, House of the Scorpion. And it was about, like, cloning in the future. And essentially, the, the the story followed this, like, wealthy um, business owner, landowner, whatever, this guy who was, like, filthy rich. And he's 180-something years old because he's been cloning himself and then harvesting the organs from his younger counterparts. And mm. uh, I, I feel like Voldemort taking over young Tom Riddle's body is much like that. Yeah. For sure. Well, I mean, isn't that what that... um sort of what that Netflix show is about, right? The uh, the not Blade Runner, but like kind of Blade Runner-y oh, one. Oh, uh, Altered Carbon? Yeah, Altered Carbon. I, I think that's what that yet, is. But that's yeah, they the Yeah, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's about like rich people growing clones and then like putting themselves in the clones. That's oh, also what wow. that, um, it's also what that uh, Never Let Me Go movie was about. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing the trailers for that one. 
You yeah. should really watch some movies, Gary. I know. Uh, I they're, considering they're I good. work at a theater, it would be it would be easy. It's just he, he watches the, time the same like handful of movies just over and over and over again. <sighs> I just watched Last Jedi um, again last night, and it was great. Do you really <laughs> the, the list of movies that I have recommended to you? Oh, I know. is astronomical, and I think you have watched a three, <laughs> three maybe. Mm. Most of those you don't even remember. Like, I ask you about it later, and you're like, I don't remember I don't that. I'm like, yeah, of course you don't. I don't know what you're about. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, frustrating. Uh. Oh, Gary. I know. Oh, no. <laughs> so I think I think that's the... Okay, yeah, so... So, one last... So, Harry, Harry writes that his name, and Voldemort... Resp- well, Tom Riddle responds, my name's Tom Riddle. And the first thing Harry asks... Is do you know anything about the Chamber of Secrets? Yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't bear way to the get to the point, Harry. <laughs> no, he's like, I gotta know the answer right now. Listen, Ghost, I only have I have only one thing to ask you. <laughs> this is the only reason I even care about your stinking diary. Can you tell me about the chamber? If, if it would have said no, but like, all right, close the diary. Yeah, like, he just done. closes right. it. And throw, he goes back and he throws it through Myrtle himself. It's like I don't need this. You can have that back. Uh, just throws it directly into the fire. <laughs> just oh that'd be well okay wait 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 that wouldn't work right 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 yeah, yeah. but it's yeah like, what, <laughs> it well, would cause a whole other issue i know like, why is this burning <laughs> <laughs> you'll find it's quite it's quite cool i don't know that's so crazy mm-hmm. i just yeah harry doesn't even hesitate he just he knows what he wants to know and he's gonna go after it do you guys um do you guys think that somebody made Daniel Radcliffe really self-conscious about uh mouth breathing because it it seems like it's in this scene for whatever reason it seems like he's very adamantly breathing through his like heavily through his nose. Oh um, no. It's it's it was really distracting while I was watching it watching these minutes. He was just very I just very deep, excited breaths through That's his so nose. That's so funny. I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> I, I just wondered if somebody pointed it out to him and gave him like, uh, you know, gave him sort of, uh, uh, I don't know, made him aware of it. And, and now he's like, you know, very conscious of like how oh, he's breathing. I don't want to breathe too heavy. I don't want yeah. everyone to know. I don't That's want hilarious. anyone to think I'm a mouth breather. <laughs> mouth breather. <laughs> mouth breather. Nice. Oh, it's great. No, poor, poor Dan. <laughs> uh, we said this was going to be a short one, but I think that's everything I had for this minute. It's it's two shots. It's just a shot of it's just Harry and then a reverse shot of the diary. Just yeah, several times. That's yep. it. Yep. Very still. Uh, very slow. What can you do? We've got we've got um, fun stuff tomorrow. This is in the common room. Is that where he is? Yeah, he's sitting in the Gryffindor common room. God, and no one else is hearing him. Just like, are they just like, oh, there's Harry it's talking weird. to we himself got, again. Uh, <laughs> when he showed up uh, in in the end of minute one hundred, when we got into the common room, they did this like. Mm, Chris Columbus does a lot of these like overhead shots of the room before he like zooms in on the characters, and there's mm-hmm. no one else in the room except for a ghost that was sitting next to Harry, and she was like reading a book and humming to herself, and Harry like kind of shooed her off. He was like. He said, do you mind? Or yeah, something yeah. like that. Like, so rude. And so the ghost You're like, got not up the and ghost I want to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> she like walked away through the table all smug. I loved it. 
I've got a diary ghost to talk to, lady. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> On a, her and her ghost book. It's crazy. Ghost book? Yeah, oh, she had a book and it was hers. It wasn't a solid book. We were we were discussing mm-hmm. how all that works. Yeah. She must have gotten buried with her books. That was my guess that she like died with it. Or died with it. Yeah. She's stuck with this book forever. Yes, but I'm like, does that mean she has to carry it all the time? I think she so, can't yeah. just put it down. Like I'm it's tired of, of her. tired of carrying this book. Of <laughs> if she lets it go, maybe it'll just like float around her feet. He'll just follow her like <laughs> there's there's something like floating behind you. It's just like uh, this it's book. book. I can't get rid of it. I'm done with this book. No, I have no idea. That doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> okay, Scott, would you like to let everyone know where they can find you? Yeah, you can uh, currently find me at uh, Spider-Man Minute. We're talking about uh, Spider-Man Two right now, one minute at a time. Yeah, uh, and uh, having a lot of fun doing that. So. Check out myself and my co-host Zach Luna over there at uh, Spider-Man Minute. And you can check out everything else I do at DuelingGenre.com or you can follow me on Twitter at Scott Corelli. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, of course, everyone else, you guys can find us at Dueling Genre as well. Harry Potter Minute and Listener's Army on Facebook to join the discussion. And come back tomorrow as we talk about Minute 102 of uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Scott, I don't know if you remember, but we, we end every minute saying Mischief Managed. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Oh, if, uh, oh, I remember. I listened to the show. <laughs> I know. I totally like. I just. I've assumed. Jeez, Gary. I've, I've, gotten this, I've gotten to this place right now where just, like, I just assume that no, that that none of our guests are like current or regular or whatever. And I just, I don't know. I forget. Because we're so terrible. I <laughs> awesome. No self confidence. Okay then. Mischief managed.